Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew discusses commander-related topics, and today we are going to be talking about silver border cards and whether or not we want to see them in Commander. Uh, recently, we got an announcement, or I guess not an announcement recently, but there's a new unset coming out. It's Unfinity, I believe? That's the name of it? Mm-hmm. Unfinity. Unfinity. And we moved away from uh, sets, like the unsets used to be the silver border cards and all the cards in there except for like the basic lands uh, were not commander legal. And now we've moved to this new sort of divide where we got we did away with silver border cards. Um, and in, in the replacements, we have a little sticker, an acorn sticker, uh, showing whether or not a card is legal in other constructed eternal formats like commander. So we're going to just talk about Silver Border and the new Acorn cards and what we feel about these new cards and, and whether or not we want to see them uh, legalized in, in the Commander format. Um, so join me, as always, for this debate is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How's it going, Seth? I'm doing well, Tomer. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. And also, I have the Asian adventurer, also known as Krim. How's it going, Krim? It goes, it goes. Good morning, everyone. How y'all doing? <laughs> Glad you woke up for this. Sure. I just yep yep. <laughs> Do you have any uh, G fuel or anything? No, I've I've got the classic G fuel water. Uh-huh, and, oh and, wow, uh, that's about it. <laughs> Not even caffeinated. I I nope. even brought like a Coke Zero for this I, I to get one of little caffeine sticks. <laughs> it's so delicious. <laughs> Not sponsored, but yeah. want to be. Um, <laughs> I seriously drink like one a day, but it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and then finally we have Brewers Kitchen, aka Phil. How's it going, Phil? Hey, it's nice to be here, even though I spoil the podcast for myself. <laughs> I mean, Damn. it's 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 been at least it's going to be at least a week, right? So you will have Sorry, some time to forget about it. I forget every <laughs> Commander game we play. Honestly, like I'll, I'll check in, I'll be like, "What's going on? Who? What am I playing?" Ah, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. So. We're going to be talking about Silver Border Cards, but before we do that, one last thing we can do. Uh, if you want to sponsor the channel, you can do that two different ways. First, you can head on over to mggoldfishmerch.com. You can buy the beautiful playmats staple on Richard's wall, still staple on Richard's wall, uh, deck boxes, deck sleeves, and t-shirts, and so much more at mggoldfishmerch.com. And then finally, you can also support the channel by... No. No, that's the only way. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to plug some other stuff. And we might have to rework that pitch now that Richard's wall isn't on the podcast anymore. Yeah. You know? I was like yeah. looking around, just, like, oh, oh, wait, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, you can't see it, but you can, you can just imagine it, it in your mind somewhere, eye. yeah, it's still, or does it? We'll never know. It's like Schrodinger's playmate wall. We never know. Yep. Um, all right, so we'll just jump into the into the discussion. First of all, um, Seth, can you tell us what silver border cards are? Like, what's what's the what's the history behind that? For people who don't know what silver border cards are, they're just fake cards. <laughs> so actually, silver border cards are uh, are are essentially there's a few sets in Magic's history that were designed to not be played in tournaments. They have joke cards and humor and stuff that doesn't work under the Magic's rules. Traditionally, they had been printed with a silver border, so people would know uh, you can't stick it in your legacy deck or modern deck or whatever. They're mostly played in limited for silver bordered sets 
or you can sometimes play them in commander if your playgroup lets you. If you do the the rule zero, like can I play my Earl of Squirrel or whatever in my Squirrel deck, and everyone's like, yeah, sure, yeah. like that's fine. Uh, but traditionally, they, they they don't really see play in many places because they're technically not legal to be played in commander or in other formats. Right, and there was one exception to that rule, I believe. Was it or, unstable? I believe the was last it when unstable came out. The last unset or silver bordered set, yeah, for a month or a month and a half, I think, the RC actually said all silver border cards are legal for uh, for this short period of time. Uh, we knew yeah. going into it it wasn't a permanent thing. They told us up front, and it was... I didn't actually play any silver border commander. Did any of you actually play with silver border cards during that month? No. no. <laughs> okay. I didn't even play commander back then, so no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 2017. I didn't play any. My only exposure to it though was um I think Game Nights. They brought Ooh. they brought uh Mark Rose Water yeah. on for a special episode and they played with the Silver Border Commanders. Um, Mark loves his Silver Border cards, that's for sure. He's like the number funny. one fan, right? Like he's <laughs> the mastermind behind each one. He's the guy who like pushes for it every single time. So, it's his, it's definitely his passion project and like yeah, you got this I got to see like how how passionate he was for like this kind of like fun more casual side of magic you could call it like where like you know you're you're playing silly cards and and you're having like neat little effects um you know like you can say like if, if somebody says something uh like the gotcha cards where like if, if you say a word or something you can just yell gotcha and get like an extra value out of your card or whatever like little weird things like that um it's so but yeah I, nobody played it uh, the month might have been perfect. Like, I feel with stuff like that, with, like, someone can yell gotcha at you and you gotta do something, or someone plays a card that makes you go buy him a drink, like, it's probably pretty fun in small doses with, like, if the Commander Clash crew could do it, it would probably be a really a really fun time. Like, if we all got together and did a game like that, but if we did it every week for Commander Clash and I had to deal with Krim, like, mm-hmm. making me get him drinks and yelling gotcha, I would probably just end up quitting Commander after, like, a month. So the month time frame <laughs> might have been the perfect amount of time for a Silver Border to be legal. Gotcha! Yeah. Right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What, what what's some of like the problems with Silver Border then? Like I guess just nobody played it, right? Like that was the problem is like their Silver Borders so nobody plays them. Yeah, so there's a big like so Mark Rosewater obviously would like these cards to be more accepted, and I think Mark's perspective is they should just be accepted in Commander. I don't know if he thinks they should be legal, but he thinks that basically it's a casual format. If you want to play with these cards, you should just be able to play with these cards. The problem is. I think because they're not legal, um, a lot of people don't play with them. I think even if you want to play with them, this has been my experience. Like, let's say I really want to play with Earl of Squirrel, which is kind of a cool silver border card. It's, like, close enough that it could work at a squirrel link, so when it deals damage, you get to make that many squirrels. And it's, like, close enough that it's not going to, like, do anything horrible. But if I want to play with that in a commander game, I got to do the whole rule zero thing, and I have to, like, at the beginning of the game, be like, hey, everybody, like, I got this silver border card. Like, this is what it does. Is it okay? Can I have your permission? What about you? Are you okay with that? And, like, it's just a big hurdle to get over. So I think that that's what keeps people from playing them. Because they're not 
blanket legal to be played and you have to ask if you want to play them the easiest thing to do is just not play them and then you don't have to risk that conversation you got to risk someone being like no i hate silver border like take their earl squirrel out of your deck you jerk like (laughs) so i think that's the problem is the the easiest path is just not to play them because according to the rc they're not they're not legal cards to play and you have to do the rule zero thing oh i mean you have to do rule zero anyways so i don't i don't see the issue in playing silver border cards yeah, but like, isn't the biggest upside of the bandist magic online and pickup games? And in pickup games, you talk, I guess I didn't do it yet, but I guess you tell people about your deck. And if you say, like, I'd ra- much rather play against Earl of Squirrel than uh, Ristic Study, to be honest. <laughs> and I'd love to play, honestly, any of these Silver Border cards. If I, like, they're just funny. Like, look in four cards for this podcast most of them are more fun than strong there are some things that are obviously broken but uh most of them are fine to unplayable or just do silly things that are just fun if you do them with your friends i guess unless you have to pay too much for the drinks uh, <laughs> but that's I just mean, one it- card and stuff like that, though, like the the I think it's called Ashnod's coupon that makes you make someone go get you a drink. <laughs> like in a group of friends, that's probably a really funny effect. If you're having yeah. a game night and it's all your friends and you're like, ha ha, like I play this, go get me a drink. That's awesome and that's super fun. I don't know if I sat down in my LGS though and had that in my deck. If the rest <laughs> of the table would have that same like experience or if i went to like a command fest and ashad's coupon someone like i don't know if i feel comfortable doing that so when it comes to like should they be legal i can see what mark where mark's coming from because like in this idealistic world where everyone has their play group and everyone's just having a good time that's probably pretty good but at the same time i could imagine someone just showing up in like just being a full-on troll at a magic fest <laughs> and making people buy them drinks and talking in funny voices and, like, uh, you know, just trying to mess with people and have them have a bad time with these cards if they were just all How blanket legal. How is that legal. a bad time? Everything you yeah, just that said is, like, good, hilarious. <laughs> if someone shows up and starts talking in a funny voice, <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> I'm here for it. I don't know. Like, I mean, the... The cards aren't good. It's not like they get anything else but a drink out of it. And then yeah. there's cards that like create tokens, but you have to represent this token by a finger on the board. And then you have to walk your hand around the board. Like these are not strong cards, but they are I hey, if it's up to me, all of them would be legal, except for the ones you tear apart. Uh, I mean, you I can feel like them once, so guess. many of those things would be fun once, but yeah. the second or third or tenth time, I really yeah. think that's when I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. done with Commander. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to playing Modern. Like, have fun with your fingers on the table, talking in funny yeah. voices, everyone. Like, I'm gonna sign yeah. up for the Modern it's FNM. Fun once. It is fun once. study is never fun. So <laughs> at least Man, you get one so... fun out of that. <laughs> you get the one time out. Of I it. had a fun time with yeah. all those cards. Even better, I'd play Ristic Study so I can draw more unhinged cards. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I don't know. I mean, is that really all, all that bad? I mean, I had a fun time. I drafted the the unhinged sets. I never played in command. Oh, I played silver bordered com- uh, cards in commander before, but not in that month or whatever. But yeah, like I've drafted, and I never got tired of asking if I liked squirrels, and I never got tired of asking somebody <laughs> if they liked squirrels. Right? So I don't know. I mean, I I think that is that is a fun a fun little mechanic, and I don't see why it's like silver border cards are problematic. I don't know. I, I've had. <laughs> A lot of fun with them. Outside of like the rip them up ones, oh. 
Like the rip em up one. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, that, even the rip up rip em up ones aren't even that bad. Because like if you've played like a legacy, what are the version, rip em up ones? Like uh, confetti orb <sighs> or whatever, or blacker lotus. Oh, you literally you, rip up the card. Yeah, blacker yeah. lotus. Yeah. You got to rip it up and you get four mana. Yeah, that's on <laughs> you. Right? That's on you if you want to use it or not. C-E-H right, state. right, right. Because right. yeah. because like example, I don't know. It's a lot like I already look at commander a lot like a board game. So these are just more board game elements added to it, right? Like, and then the sure. rip them up cards is a lot like Betrayal at ha- House on Haunted Hill. There's legacy versions of that game where there's like these tiles, right? As you play through the game, it unveil it unveils a new tile, but like you can also like write in special things on these tiles. It's like one off tiles or one off like mm-hmm. little rules that apply to the game, and then you just have to go get a new set or whatever. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I already look at Commander like a board game, so I don't see what's the difference between this and like adding in acorn cards and all this other stuff. And then you're yeah. already having the rule zero discussion. So I, oh, I like, think it, it really ahead, depends. Like, I, I think I'm kind of with Seth where like, if I saw this a lot, I would not want to play anymore. Like, I don't know if you, you constantly made me get you a drink or something. It's like funny once or twice or, or whatever. But then after a while, it'd be like, it's not like the, 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 the game I signed up to play. Um, but at the same time, like there's a lot of like legal cards that I don't really want to play with constantly. Like if you always are like, I, if every game was like people resolving scramble verse and, and forking (laughs) it a thousand times, like I also wouldn't want to play commander that way either. So like, I don't, I don't really know if it's going to be that, it would be that much worse than the stuff that is currently available to us. And I think maybe it would be regulated by play groups, just like, you know, like, you know, not every every game you want to play against Turgrid, for example, but like you can play against Turgrid once or twice and it's fine. But like after a while, you're like, hey, maybe you want to swap out for another deck, maybe once, and then we can go back to Turgrid or something. You know, like so. I don't know. I don't see them being that much worse. But I guess I guess we all agree that like if somebody did have like a Rule Zero Commander, we'd be like kind of okay with them playing it, right? Like if somebody brought Baron von Counts to the bat to the table. And be like, you know, this has doom counters, and uh, if I, I have to care about mana cost, text box, power, toughness, and that's it, and then I have a doom counter, and I can destroy target player if I reach zero. Like, that's kind of yeah. fair, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think in general, if someone wanted to like rule zero in a silver border card, for the most part, I'd be fine with that. I think it's when you come to the question of like, should just all silver border cards be legal all the time? That's where it gets a mm-hmm. little stickier. I definitely agree that like, if you want to play a cool silver border deck or whatever, like, go for it. Like, if your play group is cool with it, I would probably be cool with it for the most part. So yeah, like, I think they should be played more. But I think there's actually a yeah. question about if they should just blanket all be legal or not. Yeah, we'll get to that soon. But I guess I guess the thing I want to get to is like, um, we don't really see silver border played that much in paper at least right like has anybody seen that like people roll out to the table and bring silver border with some level of frequency i don't think i've seen it in a random group like a pickup group but i you know see it amongst friends yes yeah Uh, i've never seen anyone play silver border cards i being one of those people that play silver bordered and then also (laughs) oh what's your commander oh well i don't i don't play a commander that's silver bordered Huh. But I play cards like Decorated Knight, 
just because I know my friends hate Aminatu, so then I use it, I cast the adventure side, I go get my Aminatu deck, and then I play it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Krim, is, Krim is like the living That's embodiment so of everything I fear about making Silver Border cards <laughs> legal. <laughs> Uh, they're just like so perfect for trolling. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. showing up to a magic fest and there's like a thousand crims there with their silver yeah. board decks? It, this is like just Yo, yeah, the, the sickest sure. like command fest ever. What are you talking about? I, oh, I mean, man. we were just talking about a while back, right? Right? If like from outside of the game meant outside of the game anywhere, like going to open my binder and grabbing something. Silver mm-hmm. border cards allow you to do that kind of stuff. And I think that's why it's hilarious. And it's like fun because it Commander is a board game. That's all it is. So and it's not too your... strong, is my point. Like, I don't think you would necessarily lose against Silver Border cards more than against the Dark Side or Smothering Tithe. It's just they don't really feel the I gotta say that. They don't really feel like magic cards sometimes if they force really? your opponent to I mean, bring you a really drink though? or something. I think that's a sweeping exception, though. Like, I'm sure there's some silver border cards that would just break oh, the game. Oh, yeah, now. sure. There's oh, a lot of stuff that still feels break like the game, cards. but not in a winning way. Oh, there's uh, there's fully functioning cards, but we could get to them later, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but some of them are just super out there, but in a fun way, not in a game winning way. I mean, you cheat in and, Glee Max, but oh, I mean, we'll get we'll get to certain cards <laughs> How? shortly. How do your friends react, Crib? I'm curious. Like, are are they generally having a good time when you go and like decorated night into the Aminatu deck to troll them? Like, oh, I mean, it's hilarious because I mean, remember, like they, it's like they're also playing. What's the Urza that has like 500 lines of text in the deck? Oh, so oh, so everyone, everyone, like like we, we made it so that like, everyone gets silver one border. silver bordered card. Right? Uh, okay, a silver a silver bullet, if you would. <laughs> And then, <laughs> a literal uh, silver bullet. So that that's why it's like hilarious. It's not just like I show up and I'm the only one with a silver bordered card. So I gotcha. It's it's a lot of fun. It's pretty absurd, and it's I don't know. It's a good time. That sounds sweet. So your playgroup basically just has like a house rule that everyone gets a silver border card if they want one. Like yeah. that's that sounds sweet. Just yeah, that one. Sounds sweet. Or, or or sometimes we don't care at all, and it's just like, go ham, go wild. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do that. That would be fun. Yeah, it does sound fun, actually. Yeah. Like, outside of the going to get a drink card, which I have had played yeah. on me at a friend, <laughs> which I did. I just went and just, like, pretty much, like, took, a, I just put, got water from the faucet and gave it to them. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, you spat go. in a cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there's, no, there's no rules. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. It is a drink. You can't drink it. Here's your drink. <laughs> is it a fluid, though? It has to be a fluid, I think. No. Oh, but We're, we're banning that word on the podcast. <laughs> All right. So we, we talked about Silver Border uh, a lot. but So the main issue with Silver Border, at least according to Wizards of the Coast, or at least according to Mark Rosewater, is that people were just not playing these cards. Like, you in in, in casual games, the idea would be, yes, like you just show up with these cards and then, you know, people would be mostly okay with it, and then you just play with it. But, you know, that still requires you to ask for permission and everything, and people were not viewing silver border cards as real cards. Like, the big frame was an obstacle to people. So for this set, this upcoming set, Infinity, they're swapping out, they're phasing out silver border cards. Now all the cards are going to be black border, but they're going to denote 
um, the cards that are not legal in Eternal formats with uh, changing the sticker, the the rarity sticker, um, from that normal sticker to an acorn shape. Um, it's a subtle difference, but that will make all the difference. And the other cards that don't have the acorn on it will be actually Eternal legal. So you can play them in Legacy, you can play them in Vintage, and you can play them in Commander. So that yeah. the idea, so- the intent is that because... <laughs> Because Silver Border, the frame, was a barrier for people to actually try out these cards, the acorn will allow them to uh, to differentiate still, but, o- but also help people like overcome like the fact that these are actually still cards, and you might be able to play them in casual cruise. And it also allowed them to print um, cards that will be also legal in the same set. So there's a bunch of cards that are going to be eternal legal alongside these acorn cards that are not going to be eternal legal that you have to ask permission for. So what, what do we think about this as a solution to the silver border problem? This is terrible. Like this, this, this yeah. is terrible. <laughs> like I, I, I love silver, like just leave it, leave it silver bordered and the cards that are playable could have just been in black border. Simple as that. I, I get that. I understand that. Now I have to like, oh. Now I have to look for an acorn? Hold on. What? <laughs> like, yeah. That's like, the that's the problem, right? Oh yeah, I don't want to. Well, but I mean like there. is that is that not is that not true though? Like it, it, it would have been easier if they would have just left the cards that aren't playable in silver border. And then anything that was playable leave it in black border. Easy. But yeah. now there's an yeah, acorn. Yeah, to the acorn. Yeah, so uh, Thomas said it's a pretty subtle difference. It's not the rare symbol or something. It's the little when you see a a rare in the center lower part of the card there's a foil it's not not really a sticker right there's other stickers in the set it's like a stamp <laughs> and like some foily uh texture and this one is slightly yeah. different shape it's, it's because now it's thing. an yeah. acorn it's acorn shape. yeah this this, this one right little, there little silver yeah the, but it's also so hollow, small that it's stamp. hard to yeah. like yeah it's already small and now it's an even smaller acorn yeah. like Instead it's of being an oval, be it's a slightly irregular circle. Yeah. I, I absolutely, I absolutely hate this. Like, I feel like. Uh, all right, so two things. One is, I feel like Wizards is trying to trick people into playing illegal cards. I feel like Wizards yeah. doesn't yeah. have the, the whatever to actually just be like, hey, these cards are legal. So instead, they're hoping they can make them look super legal and that people won't know they're illegal. So people will accidentally be able to play with that, which I feel is just like. Is that something we want to train people to do? Like, do we want to teach Magic players that, hey, the right thing to do is try to sneak illegal cards into your deck? Like, that's that doesn't seem like an actual good policy for the company to have. So that's one of my issues with it. The other issue is I don't think it matters. Because I don't think the bias against Silver Border is that they have Silver Border. The bias against playing them is you got to go through that whole conversation because Wizards and the RC both says you can't play them. Like, that's that's the problem. The problem is that you say they're illegal to play with and you have to go jump over these hurdles to be able to play with the cards of asking permission or setting house rules. And I don't think the acorn changes that they're still, they're exactly the same. They're even eroding a bunch of silver border stuff to refer to acorns. Now it's like literally exactly the same thing by the rules. So I don't think it other than maybe tricking people who are, mm-hmm. don't see the acorn and accidentally, you know, just don't care because they don't realize it's illegal. I don't see how it actually solves anything. I, 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 I don't I'm not as pessimistic to think that they're trying to trick people. I think I remember what I heard. I don't have the source for this, so let me know in the comment section or if any of you guys know. 
Uh, but I believe there was a printing issue, a printing challenge, where they said they couldn't print both silver border and black border cards in the same uh, print sheets. Um, so they can only do like silver border and then like black border uh, lands, for example, because the lands are printed separately. And so that was the main issue is they wanted to make an unset that people will buy. And the only way they got they would get people to buy the unsets is if they had cards that were uh, legal in like constructed formats, specifically commander. So they needed to print commander cards in the unset for people to actually just buy the freaking thing. Um, which I can totally understand. I can totally sympathize with like Mark Rosewater and stuff. He has like a really cool idea, but he needs people to buy the product or else he can't do the cool idea. So you got to get commander cards in there. And if you can't print, if you can't print silver border cards that are legal in commander, then you have to print black border cards in there that are legal in commander. And then if you can't print both silver border and black border, you have to have a different way to differentiate which ones are going to be commander legal and which ones are not going to be commander legal. And the best they could come up with was Acorn, and I don't like it. (laughs) I don't think it was like malicious, like they want to trick people. It's like they want to sell commander cards to commander players so this product can get greenlit. And that was the only way they could get this product, you know, to people's hands. And and the only way they could do that is they had to have a black border and then they had to come up with some cheap, realistic way to print it. And they came up with an acorn and the acorn, I think, is not satisfactory. And it will trick it will it will make people think cards are legal when they're not because it is a terrible solution to it. Uh, But like I I understand I, I sympathize and understand with what they what the challenge was for them to get this product out because i'm sure it's a fun product but like yeah i mean i mean the other way to look at it would be like if your silver border set if no one wants to buy it because they don't want silver border cards maybe you should just not try to make silver border like maybe the market is speaking to you and if everyone's saying we do not want to spend our money on this maybe rather than trying to make it like half legal half illegal acorns maybe that's just designed as cool as silver border is like Maybe it's just not a thing people want to spend money on. Maybe it's better to, like, make cards and post them on April Fool's on Twitter or something so people can get the jokes, which is one of the best parts of, like, Silver Border. Like, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have to be a full product. I feel bad for Mark because I know Mark is just, like, so passionate about it, and this is something he really loves. But uh, if they really won't sell without jumping through these huge hoops of acorns and mixing borders and legalities, like... Maybe that's just a sign that Silver Border is not where the community's at right now as far as buying products. We have I will, I will any information how fun. expensive. Oh, it is. It's certainly fun. They're, they're fun do to we have like information. Hmm? Yeah. How expensive are the packs? Like, do we play like the same money for cards? They've always been we... normal, yeah. They've always been normal yeah, that, booster packs, like four bucks awful. a pack or whatever, that's... yeah. That's sure. probably why, why would they you buy had this? to add the like the watery graves and the shocks and all that mm, stuff, yeah. right? The the super infinity lands, and then yeah, that's why like Tomer had mentioned, they wanted to sell the commander product too, right? So they wanted to make it appeal to commander players and everyone else that plays older formats. So I wish I wish they just did stuff where like like you know in Dominaria United, they're seeding packs of Legends cards and stuff. What would stop them from seeding packs of Unfinity Ooh. with Commander products? You know, so you're yeah. not printing them in the same thing, but you have a backlog of I don't know, 
Zendikar expeditions or something. I don't know. And he starts start slotting those in. Like make them make them appealing to commander players, but like still keep it silver border. I feel like I'm sure they I'm sure they brainstorm these things, right? Like this is their job, and they have teams of people working on it. So, but they came up with the acorn tomer. They all brainstormed and came up I with know. the acorn. I know. I I, 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 I just feel bad, like because yeah, I know there's they're smart people and they're better than me at this. But it's like I just don't like the end product. <laughs> I, I wish, don't like the end product. I wish they had even went with like a watermark. You know, like on some of the guild cards, yeah. how there's a watermark under the text box. For me, the problem with Acorn is it's just not obvious enough. Like I know yeah. when I saw the first spoiler, which was Far Out, which is a really oh, it's such a cool card. It's a card that I I wish was actually legal so I could play with it. Yeah. It's the one that uh, when you cast a modal spell, you get to choose all the modes on it. It's such a cool design. But I was reading that card. And I was getting hyped about it, and I didn't realize for, like, five minutes until I saw the little hollow stamp that, oh, this is, like, I can't actually play this in Legacy or in Modern. If I want to play this in Commander, I got to, like, ask permission, and then, like, my hype just got crushed. So I think, in my experience, it's just not obvious enough. And I know from tweeting about some of these cards, I had some people tell me that were like, oh, I pre-ordered this card for my Commander deck. I thought it was legal. Like, I didn't I didn't know, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Sorry, and most like, commander players aren't online, right? Like, like they're not they're yeah. not checking out Twitter and Reddit. Like, that's that's a tiny minority of people. So I can imagine there's going to be a lot of people who are like seeing these spoilers and they see their black border and they'll be like super hyped to get these cards and they're going to spend money uh, expecting these cards to work in commander and like maybe a couple games they'll they'll get to play with it until somebody's going to be like, hey, actually those cards aren't legal in commander. Did you know, <laughs> not know that? Look at look at the yeah. little acorn. <laughs> look at the acorn. It's probably look the at first the regular oil uh, <laughs> stamp or whatever the hell they call it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I still think the fix is they should have just made the the fake card silver bordered. I know that the the printing thing was yeah. a a thing about it, but like record profit year every year. So just spend a little find more. Way. Yeah. yeah, find a little yeah. more. I it it's <laughs> it's just. Again, record profit year. Just make it easier. Like, come on. The the silver border thing and split it between silver and black border, and this set would be great. Right? Like, it'd be fun. Yeah. And the other thing I would say is, like, the real uh, the the non acorn cards they are really far out there. Like the ones we've seen so far, they're putting stickers <laughs> on things. You got sticker kicker. You got the spell reanimator. So I wonder if they could have like dice rolling. I wonder if they could have just made the whole set legal. Like, maybe maybe you oh, yeah. don't need to have any silver border cards. Maybe we're in a point now where black border cards can be wonky enough that you can still get your Swiss family goblinson jokes in there and have dice rolling and all this wild stuff in there and just have the entire set actually be black border. That also would solve the problem if it was just a black border set rather than an infinity set. Yeah, um, actually, I, yeah. the, the card you mentioned, like, far, far something... Uh, like this far, has a way far, more yeah yeah that's a way more realistic text box than put a sticker on your days <laughs> in legacy or something they it it seems like they acorn the wrong cards there <laughs> so yeah, that's i didn't even think about this but yeah they is can Oko make stickers acorn card eternally. i'm still not sure <laughs> <laughs> it should be like this is way more of an acorn well, like, card than just Oko, yeah. i didn't look at all the infinity cards <laughs> but there's cards. some that are like there's some that they reveal that are acorn that I don't know they might be an issue. If actually maybe it's not even. I mean the tickets are, like, are a little. I guess well tickets... some of them are 
some of them are illegal, but like there's there's one animate object. This card has an acorn on it. This says you got seven tickets. Choose an inanimate object you own from outside the game. Put a power and toughness sticker on it. You may also put a name sticker, an art sticker, and or an ability sticker on it. Put it onto the battlefield as a creature. So this would enable basically you choose any inanimate object outside the game. You can like I don't know, you could you could take your backpack and put it on the table and slap yeah. a sticker on it. And it is now a creature as part of the the battlefield. So, like people can, this is ripe for uh, abuse. Like obviously, you could just you could just like slap it on uh, a token card or like I don't know, like your deck box or something. You slap it on your deck box and put it on, and that's fine. Or like you have a you have a spare dice or something, you slap that on, and now that's a creature, and like that would be fine. But like people would just be like, ah, the memes. I will take. Yeah. The biggest thing, the biggest, yeah. most cumbersome thing, and slap it on the table because they can. I, I would definitely wait. Bear, bear. Actually, wait. Here's my puppy with a sticker. Boom. Why is that a problem? That sounds really funny. Yeah, but if it was legal, like it, it yeah. could cause issues. What, what happened? The, the card Goblin Game references objects, right? And they yeah. explicitly, like, if you read the comprehensive rules text for it, it says yeah. reasonable size. So yeah, you, you could can just, just choose a number and instead. say, "Yeah, you can just say choose." I don't know. Like, I don't think the card is too hard to make legal. Like, once stickers are legal, you can just say, "This card represent the chosen object by something that's just as big as a magic card or something." So you need to get a card back or something or like a sleeve. I don't, I don't know. Like, like, it's not I too hard to make this card not ridiculous. It's it obviously is. there's no we're no no proxies here. I want you. To I know if get I play the card, <laughs> I'm gonna take my shoe or something. Sure, but I don't think it's a problem to fix the card if that's. The only well, thing that makes the card. Here's mm-hmm. another example. Assembled en- Ensemble. This is another acorn card from Infinity. Uh, it's a five mana uh, star six, asterisk six, uh, clown robot bard with vigilance. <laughs> its power is equal to the number of robots you control. Um, and then whenever you cast, cast an artifact creature with, with in its art, or no, whenever you cast a spell with an artifact creature in its art, create a 1-1 one, one clown robot artifact creature token. So... This would require you to like carefully examine artwork, um, and then argue that it is an art, indeed an artifact. Obviously, that's going to be easy for a lot of cards, but there's going to be some. I don't know, like a random land card that has like minuscule uh, humanoid creatures in it that you will have to be like, "Look, you're over there. This is a robot," and the other person will be like, "How do you know it's a robot? How do you not know it's just like a humanoid?" It's in a robe. And he's like, no, no, this one is a robot. Just believe me. And then you fight about it. And then, like, what are you going to are well, you going to create a, a creature token or not? Like, that's why you have a judge well, there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you, are these things you actually legitimately want to be legal throughout? Like, they will it's, slow down the game to crawl. It's magic. It's still a, it's supposed to be a fun game, right? Like, like well, what if you have bad well, eyesight? Like, I don't know. Like, I have they're, bad they're eyesight. Like, <laughs> I, I think the question, though, is, is... <sighs> Is that actually going to be fun for everyone? Like, is uh, maybe it's fun for 
us Prim. or you or some of our crim. <laughs> but <laughs> but is it going to be fun for the most Magic players to have to like debate the artwork of every card, whether there's like a robot in there or not? Like, are, are most Ma- people Magic going to enjoy to, that? Magic players <laughs> need to spice up their life. <laughs> All right, we got we got we got to throw some of these clowns, like these robots. I hate clowns, by the way. But like, <laughs> but like at the same time, I I think that it would it'd be a fun thing to have. This would be great. Oh, this would be I, such a uh, good time. Oh, my God. I, I feel like it would... Two weeks. Again, it, it comes back to the same thing. At a game night with friends, it would probably be yes. very entertaining. At a Magic Fest, 10 rounds in a row, I would probably quit Magic. <laughs> like, if I think this it's were like, yeah. a, a modern GP and this was in modern, I would love... I would play modern. I would play a lot more modern. <laughs> oh I'll tell God. you that. <laughs> Judge, that I just need, a, I need you to get a ruling here. Is this a robot? <laughs> if they say no, then that sucks. All right, too bad. And that's how Krim got murdered by the judges. (laughs) I legitimately want to play with these with, like, a group that I I, I like and I'm comfortable with. Like, you guys, like, if we we play in person, like Vegas, for example, I totally expect we're going to, you know, jam some Infinity, right? It'd be super fun. It'd be super fun. I'd love to. But I don't know, rolling up to an LGS and having to deal with this constantly would be less fun for me. Really? If every game was a Ristic study game, I would I would quit Commander. <laughs> I'm not even memeing. But like <laughs> so there's not there are cards that I don't like that are black bordered too. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying the density of that would be uh This feels like an icebreaker. This would be a better icebreaker in a magic game. Are you kidding me? If I if a rando came up to me as like, hey, is this a robot? That's hilarious. I would love that. <laughs> but I don't want to examine all your artwork. I just want you to say I cast this and go. I don't have to and be that, like. What about proxies? Can you just proxy an entire deck that is all robot art? How do <clears throat> how do we handle that? Like what about every... secret layers, like secret <laughs> what, certain secret layers what about based altars? on artwork is going to be. Can better? you just draw robots on all your cards and get the one ones? There's sure. so many questions. Sure, if, <laughs> sure. if you want, I mean, sure. some cards just if, don't. But you have work. to draw on it. I want to see the ink on the card. Right? So it's like if you want to commit to it, you sharpie it on there and you commit to the bit. Like, it better it. be like. It has to be like. You have to show it to a random person, and they will have to confirm whether or not it's a robot, like without yeah, leading yeah. questions either. Yeah, like is what, this a robot? what type of thing do you think this is? Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's hilarious. Are you no. kidding? Yeah, um, but that's obviously not. Uh, these cards don't work. Like as hilarious as they are, sure, it's like flavor judge where you have to ask somebody if the situation on the table makes sense from a flavor perspective and if they don't it doesn't work or something <laughs> obviously these cards can't really be re- legal in a controlled like sanctioned environment but yeah otherwise most of the cards are fine i think but yeah mm-hmm. asking the opponent if that's a robot uh, <laughs> it's funny though but yeah gotta draw the line somewhere <laughs> also uh mark rosewater place like had his own had did a the presentation on Infinity in, in was it San Diego Comic Con? Mm-hmm. SDCC? I don't know what it stands SDCC. for, but I think it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Diego Comic Con that happened recently, and they were talking about Infinity, and he actually talked about their criteria for the divide between cards that would be uh, eternal legal and cards that would have the acorn, acorn denoting that they're not eternal legal. And so he said, "These are there are five things to watch out for. Six things I just counted now. Six things. So first, <laughs> attribute number one is they don't work uh, within the current rules. Uh, the second thing is references something normal magic cannot. 
So referencing names, art, or flavor text. Um, and then the third is requires interaction with outsiders. So again, like having to call a judge or, uh, you know, having to talk to the game store manager or just like a, a person outside the game. Um, involves physical dexterity. So these are like the chaos orb type cards where you have to drop something on the on the table or just, you know, any sort of thing. I guess outside of coin flipping and rolling dice, those are okay. Um, references something external to the game. So this is like taking an inanimate object and putting a sticker on it and putting it onto the table. Um, and then the last one is a catch-all, I guess. Just doesn't feel right in normal play, which I, I don't know what those examples would be, but I don't know. That's, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that last one seems up for debate. You could yeah. uh, argue either way with a lot of cards on that one, yeah. probably depending on your subjective preferences. I guess it's just like a safety valve, you know? Like, yeah. all the other ones are the most important concrete ones, and there's going to be a couple that are corner graces that are just like, yeah, I, I don't know why, but like, this is definitely not good. But what do you guys think about that? Like, are, are is that something you would agree with, or do you think like they're too harsh in terms of acorning things? I think in general, that's a pretty solid list. Like, works within the rules. That's probably just necessary. Although, that's going back to like far out. I think Mark Rosewater actually commented on that one. And the problem with that is like in fringe situations with very specific cards, it doesn't actually work with the rules. I couldn't make it non acorn. Even though it's a card that I think like if you just sat down and played with, most people would probably play pretty intuitively, even if it doesn't, I guess like Outlaws Merriment's the problem that makes multiple tokens and technically would make one token and it would be like a three one and also a two one and also a zero, like some weird, weird uh, coincidence there. So I, I think that's probably necessary. The one that actually stood out to me on the list was referencing stuff that normal magic can't. Cause I know when we were discussing before the cast stuff that we would or would not like to see legal silver border wise one of the things that came up was artist stuff and that's something you can't reference on normal cards i know some of us had like artist tribal cards do stuff based on the amount of cards by a certain artist on our like yes we would like those list and then others Mm -hmm. of us had on our no we wouldn't list apparently for wizards that's a that's a deal breaker what do you think about that one in specific like the artist tribal stuff because it sounds like based on this, it has to be acorned, right? Based on Wizards criteria or Mark's criteria. I I think yeah. that is totally that's weird, right? Because you have cards that like actually blow up all homelands things. Good that's a point. set though, hmm. so that's different yeah, but than also, art. That but, also yeah. happened like two decades but, ago, right? Like sure, that's sure, also but true. like but like when you think about it, like that's it's a whole set, but this references a whole like a batch of artists. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't feel that much different. It feels like it's just like maybe a few hairs away from being the same thing. But uh, okay, the thing I don't yes. like about that is it becomes like suddenly like certain versions of cards are inherently less valuable because they're less powerful, right? Because yeah. you need to like I don't know. You're doing Rebecca Gay, and suddenly you know you're Rebecca Gay version of whatever land is now 10 times more expensive than the non-Rebecca Gay ones because of these cards that actually associate power to them. Like, I, I'm okay or, with collectors, but, like, when cards mechanically are more powerful. The card is terrible because everyone knows that it's, like... <laughs> so they just... They just... You play this card, no one has the artist. Right? Yeah. And it's, like, 
okay. So then I just played this card for no reason. I don't, I don't think like it's a good card. I don't think it's a like. I just think that it'd be fine if it were legal. I I, I don't like I don't like associating power to to specific artwork. versions of cards. Yeah, it's a specific basically. versions yeah. of cards. Yeah, like a rampant growth is always going to be a rampant growth, and it doesn't matter if you have like the collector's edition or like the richard garfield test version of it that's like worth thousands of dollars as opposed to like the one that's 10 cents there's i think i i feel the same way about a card called super secret tech i don't know it has the same problem for me it's a three-man artifact and it says all premium spells cost one less to cast and all premium creatures get plus one plus one so essentially if you're playing (laughs) foils uh, it's going to benefit you, but if you're playing, you know, the 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 cheap version of the card, you're going to be at a disadvantage uh, because you're not playing foils. So I think it kind of has the same issue, just like in the real world with the financial AKA aspect. regular magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the peasants don't have yeah. their volcanic <laughs> islands. No. No legacy for you. <laughs> I think. I think the physical dexterity makes a lot of sense. Like. We want magic to be as welcoming as possible, and not everyone has the same physical abilities. And it would feel bad to me if someone wasn't able to participate because of uh, something like that. So that one, I think, definitely should be part of it. I don't know where the line is drawn. Like, obviously, running around the room, going and doing stuff like that, like, I think is clearly across the line. One card that came up that a lot of people love, I'm surprised, but Cheaty Face is the silver border card that the most people, when I've been talking about this, said that they'd want to be legal. And Cheaty Face is just a, a three mana two two, but you can sneak like it onto the battlefield and if right? no one no one catches you immediately, it gets to it gets to stay. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a, a dexterity card or not. I could see like that's where kind of the gray area is. Like You'd probably have an advantage the better you were at sneaking <laughs> and like moving. And imagine but... oh, that card. Is imagine hilarious. playing a sleight of hand, and while you resolve it, you slide oh. in the cheaty face for extra <laughs> flavor. flavor. Yeah, this card is sweet. Although it's that seems even more like dexterity, like as flipping a card. Like this is actually something you can be very good or bad at. Depending on how good you your also, card trick skills are. You have to be more inventive, too. Right? You could be like, hey, what's that behind you? And then oh, you yes. Slip in the <laughs> yeah. Hey, look over there. Like, I, yeah. I, I legitimately... <laughs> look, look oh, there. It's Mark Rose. It's Mark Rose water. <laughs> behind you is Mark you, Rose water. <laughs> you make them get a drink, and while they are gone, you <laughs> cheat in your place. and help cheat face. That's called a combo. combo. Yeah, that's combo. <laughs> to, to show you how obviously spiky I am, I brought, this, I brought cheaty face to a gp <laughs> and i had it in my <laughs> i had it ready but <laughs> did you ever use it yeah i did <laughs> but i i joking i like i was like okay i'm gonna put some tokens out on the board and i just rolled a cheaty face underneath it i don't know i think it's hilarious what is re- infinity reveal now <laughs> yeah well i mean vegas. vegas vegas i think maybe we'll get a chance to actually play it which would be fun were you saying so uh what do you think about reference as something external to the game like would that be the animate object card is that how we're thinking of that criteria like or putting a shoe booster, on the table or getting a booster pack trigger. going to get someone a drink I, I mean i think this is a pretty a pretty reasonable list as far as cards that you could 
Because again, we're not talking about what you shouldn't shouldn't do with your playgroup. Like in your playgroup, everything goes. Mark is right, like a right. million percent right. In your playgroup, you should be able to set whatever rules you want and, and do whatever you want. But as far as making the cards legal for everyone all the time, I think I'm mostly okay with this list. The one that I could see being most questionable would be the names art flavor text one, but I I think Tomer's argument's pretty good there. So I think this is a reasonable way to look at it. I think the only thing here is like yeah, obviously. I think it can reference something outside of the game. I think that's just more fun. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Imagine, imagine that. <laughs> I, I think it's. I fun. agree that it's yeah. fun, but I don't. I don't want it to be like. Why not? Legal. Like some of the cards I I love in Silver Bordered, a lot, that I think should be legal are are they reference things outside of the game all the time. The only to be honest, with you, the only thing in this list that I I that. I think should automatically be a thing is like, yeah, make sure it, it does not involve any kind of like dexterity or physical things, right? Like running around the room. Sure. I, I do not think it should have that, but I do think if, if it references outside the game, it's fine. That they should be legal. They should be, that'd be I think, good. Yeah. It's no different than like a wish. Just this. It's like a super <laughs> wish. <laughs> wish for a shoe <laughs> yeah i can wish wish for a shoe i mean come on <laughs> oh, magic players you need to spice up your life <laughs> a little bit that's all <laughs> i mean i agree with that i i want to play these cards but i i don't know about so, making it a little fact though i think for me a big problem is the eternal playability like I draw a line between Commander legal and Legacy legal because Legacy and Vintage are like kind of holy formats, as weird as it sounds. Like, I don't want to ruin them by accident by saying, oh, I want to play with objects or art or something. Like, I would probably distinguish between, hey, these cards, you don't play them in Legacy, so we don't have... Can we, like, create pink teddy bears or something with the non-Acon cards? Like, that's a color that doesn't exist i don't know if that's necessary in legacy i don't know if it's good but if somebody breaks it we kind of got a little bit of a problem not even talking about how expensive some of these cards might get because these sets yeah maybe yeah we'll see maybe it gets bought a lot because of the uh, shock lands but otherwise there's one broken card in there we might have a little problem in legacy (laughs) I mean, like legacy players are upset about, about legacy. <laughs> legacy. I mean, players. Legacy, <laughs> <laughs> legacy players are upset about the stickers, and stickers are oh, like for sure, it's weird. Pretty mild compared to putting a shoe on the table or like some of the even more far out things. So I, I would imagine a lot of legacy players would agree. With I don't know. Like you you know what the sticker mechanic is? Explain for the the, the people at home. Oh yeah, that's oh, like a God. brand new thing. <clears throat> Oh yeah, we should probably. Okay, so so there's there is a a new mechanic uh in the set that is stickers in tickets, and I'm trying to see if I can actually find an example. Oh no, carnival carnivore. How about that one? Um, I want to find a sticker. That's card, legacy though. legal. Yeah, yeah, it has a sticker on it. <laughs> 
No, but you need the actual sticker cards. No, you need, okay, you so uh, okay, stickers. I got it. I got it. I got it. Right. So okay, here we go. I, I found the spoiler page. So okay, there's a card called Carnival Carnivore. Six mana, four six with Death Touch. It's an alien crab horror. When it enters a battlefield, you get a ticket, and then you may put a sticker on a non-land permanent you own. So you're probably wondering, what's a ticket? What's a sticker? Well, there are 48 sticker cards that are kind of like tokens that are in this set. They're not real cards that are going to be in your deck. They're going to be with in your sideboard essentially kind of like a dungeon or something and these cards have a bunch of literal stickers on them so when you play a card that lets you put a sticker on something there are name stickers uh like for example urza's dark cannonball urza dark and cannonball are all words that you can take and add to the name of your character so you could have like uh jace cannonball the mind sculptor dark jace the mind sculptor there are art stickers hats and dolls and squirrels that you can stick on your planeswalker if you want to or whatever and then there some ability and power and toughness stickers but those cost tickets like for three tickets you can uh, get a sticker that gives a creature shadow for four tickets you can change a creature's toughness and power to seven four so that's basically the, that's basically the mechanic it's very convoluted and this is non it's an easy non acorn non acorn this is this is legacy legal commander legal you don't got a rule zeroed in like it's just an actual mechanic that exists. So you have to like s- randomly select stickers before the game and stuff. So, so you the, can't like you can't mm, always oh, get the yes. sticker you want. You have to so randomize it somehow. You gotta have a sticker sideboard. You get to have ten <laughs> sticker cards. Before the game, you get to pick three of the sticker cards at random, and then if one of your cards tells you to use a sticker, you can choose any of the stickers from those three that you got at random out of the ten out of the forty-eight that you put into your sticker sideboard. So you have to bring ten it- though, because you can't like you can't like select like three like put three in your sticker sideboard and randomly. You select have to all have three yeah. The, the idea is you can't always have the same ones. There's some variance built into it. So yeah, you got to have ten and then get three at random out of ten them. Ten individual it- types. You can't have overlap and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, does it that. take a Sideboard slots? It's its own thing, like a dungeon. Oh, no, no, it's no, it's its, it's so own good. sideboard. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> but that would have fixed players, everything. Spice <laughs> up your life. This is great. <laughs> this is great. I, I don't like it for Legacy just because it's like the last bastion where you could play like you know old yeah. school magic and like. <laughs> Oh god! I Imagine mean, if these cards were great. Like, I mean, so far they look bad, but they yeah. just—they said to they mess would up be bad. Once. Mark said, "Like, don't worry, none of these are going to be playable in Legacy." Yeah, sure. Remember Man, when they didn't play test Oko's ability correctly and said, "Oh, what? You could target your opponent's creatures with this." We didn't think about that one. <laughs> that makes I, me well, sad. That's scary. I want these. What do you to think about good? it? Oh, yeah, in Legacy, Krim, you want Krim, to be good in Legacy? Krim wants him to be, like, oh, top yeah. tier, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but you don't you play can... Legacy. You just... I would, though. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> if you, you could have talk. stickers. If I could have legal stickers, like, a Legacy tournament, and I got to play a sticker deck, oh, my lord, I would love that. Yeah, it will be Krim versus nobody, because everybody else left. <laughs> <laughs> Legacy, the new brawl. <laughs> what do you think about it for Commander, though? Like, is this something that excites you are you like yeah i can't wait to build a sticker deck or are you just like indifferent whatever dislike it i'm i'm actually curious i, thought, I, I love thought it. doesn't I have funny. sideboards right or well this isn't a sideboard it's, it's like a yeah it's like a dungeon or or something yeah i don't care like i'm sure they're fine like i'll yeah. play them i mean yeah i'm not excited that the cards that get stickers sucks but i think it's it's, <laughs> it's just a, it, 
I it's wish just a more convoluted way of adding like attribute counters, right? Like we yeah. have vigilance counters, we have life That's all counters. It is, minus the naming part. Yeah. It's just the name it's part just is a more the different part. Yeah. Way. yeah, just a more convoluted way to get to the same thing. It's all variations of kicker in the end, right? Yeah. I'm kicker. <laughs> Like, I'm curious how it'll work in practice. They say that it's a very like glue, and you can easily stick them and unstick them. But I'm actually like a little skeptical because there's supposed to be multiple use. Like you just use your stickers and then stick them back on the sticker card and do that for the next ten years or something. So I'm, yeah. I, I am curious just like how it's actually going to work technically. But in Commander, I don't care. In Legacy, I think it's a little silly. Like I don't know. I I also kind of like Phil think of Legacy as like this old school like important format that matters to like real magic and like stick a pink hat on my jace or like ha. add you know dead squirrel to the name of my whatever mother of runes it's just like it's just silly i guess which i don't know legacy Perfect. doesn't feel silly to me legacy feels serious commander feels silly uh so i don't know that's that is what I would say as well, but I would keep legacy in mind if we don't distinguish between these formats. Like I wouldn't just say make them all legal and then everybody on Twitter complains that I made the decision and killed yeah. legacy. I don't want to be responsible for this. Um, also, like you can, nobody's gonna stop you from playing them if your whole play group allows it. So better not to run ruin legacy just so you don't need rule zero because people might still say hey i don't play against these cards and then yeah this whole discussion is kind of weird because you can always just say no i don't want to play against them or i do and you can do the same with ristic study well, it depends uh, if you're in a tournament or not like if you're like sure 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 yeah uh, are there commander i mean i'm talking about casual commander obviously with like rule zero and stuff um i it's just so sad to see so much potential go to waste with these cards because some of some of them are just super fun or seem super fun or just like cards that work very well in certain archetypes. So, yeah, can they reprint cards from uh, unsets? And well, they kind of did with yeah. Future Side, right? Like the yeah, there was a Future Side we, card. We saw the glory. Like the cheese stands alone Ooh, came first, and then uh, Bearing yeah. Glory was like the yeah. the official legal version. So we have seen some versions of that happen. I mean, it is sad because <laughs> there are some cards that would be really fun. Like it's awkward that they didn't put dice rolling into Black Border Magic until like a mm -hmm. year ago, and then there's yeah. like a whole bunch of dice rolling cards from these old unsets that probably would be Black Border today, but they just weren't doing Black Border dice rolling at the time. So unfortunately, they live in Silver Border Purgatory forever at this point. So well, I would like to see stuff like that somehow be more playable. What What's stopping them from just reprinting a bunch <sighs> of Silver Border cards in Black Border? And then that's that makes actually legal. That's actually my ideal solution. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the best way to do this is wizards yeah. themselves, not the RC, not the community, like wizards goes through these cards, chooses the one that they think should be legal everywhere, and just yeah. print unset masters in Black Border with no acorn and just make them real cards. Like that that actually wizards takes up that the mantle, so they cool. do it, and then everyone gets this cool set to play with. The ones that Wizards doesn't think are safe, we don't have to deal with, and then that seems like the the win win for everyone, I think. Yeah, that yeah, seems kind of what I like want. that would be my favorite, yeah. And I would like, buy that. I would buy Unset Masters. If oh, it was Black Border and they were legal cards, oh boy, those cards are so cool. Like the it would be a super fun set. 
Yeah. Make it old border too, while we are like wishing for stuff. <laughs> Make them look good. I mean, old border does sell, so I wouldn't be opposed to that either. But yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't want all all infinite. I don't want all silver border cards to suddenly and acorn cards to suddenly be all legalized. Sorry, Krim. So <laughs> just Tomer, before you say this, just think about this. All right, you have no. you have. Uh, oh, is it Johnny? Is it <clears throat> Johnny the spiky player? Sitting there, like, I'm sorry, I only play Magic the Gathering because my brain is massive. I'm also going to put the sticker on this squirrel. And then, like, on top of that, there is no variance in my game. But also, do you like squirrels? Because I need this. <laughs> like, like, I just want you to think about that in your, in your image, right? At a modern GP right there. Right. LSV leans over. Ben Ben Stark. It's got to be if it's an example for Tomer. It's got to be Ben Stark. Ben Stark. John Finkel. As he's storming off, he asks one question: Do you like squirrels? Do you? What is that card? Why do you keep referencing it? It's probably show the cats. Is there a card that makes you ask, "Do you like squirrels?" Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not just I'm just asking people if they like squirrels for fun. I mean, <laughs> what's it called? I can't find it. I think you're just it's crazy. Really fun. <laughs> it's it's from the last uh, un unset or something. I, which one is that? Is it unsanctioned? I don't believe you. It's I'm, I'm trying it's, to... it's a one. Mana... Oh my god! Okay, I found it. Squirrel yeah, dealer, one mana, one one. Lizard, li- raccoon, lizard, bird. When squirrel dealer enters the battlefield, ask a person outside the game, "Do you like squirrels?" If he or she does, create a one one squirrel creature token. Okay. <laughs> now just think of that, John Finkel, LSV. I don't know, Jerry Thompson. Just leads <laughs> over and just asks that's peak magic. Oh, yeah, that's peak magic. Now do you still not want also reported cards to be legal? I I think you convinced me. Uh, worlds is Worlds is happening right around when the set releases <laughs> at Vegas this fall. Like I think it should just be Infinity Draft rather than a uh, whatever they were planning. Oh God, yes. No, it should be vintage but all Infinity cards are now legal. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that way we can test if anything is broken, right? Yeah, if they yeah. get a few yeah. weeks to prepare. Yeah. See, I know some cards that like that Goblin Welder and getting Gleemax or something. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Magic, the community. <laughs> You're welcome. Life has just been spiced up. All right. So we talked about we talked about whether or not we want them to be legal and all the old nuts and bolts, but... We all agree that there are some cards we would want to be legal. There's certain degrees on how much we want the cards to be legal, but there's at least, you know, uh, examples of cards we would like to see legal in some some way or, or, or fashion. I think the black border is. So we're going to pick or we're going to give four examples, one one each person uh, of cards that we think would be sweet in black border uh, or sorry, not black border in just legal in, in commander. And I'm going to kick things off with uh, a card. I, I kind of yoinked this from, from Phil's list. Uh, but dice rolling. We alluded to this earlier. But when they added dice rolling to silver border sets, dice rolling was not legal in standard sets or in, in, in eternal sets yet. Because we didn't go to Dungeons and Dragons land and and accept uh, D20s as, as, uh, as the cool new thing. So one of the uh, it showed up in like uh, unstable and unsanctioned, 
But the card that I really want to add to my dice rolling deck is a silver border card called Sword of Dungeons and Dragons, which is so perfect for a freaking Dungeons and Dragons deck. I can't believe they didn't reprint it in either AFR or Baldur's Gate. Like, come on. So Sword of Dungeons and Dragons, it's a it's a three mana uh, uh, artifact equipment, equipped two, just like the Sword of X and Y. This is Sword of Dungeons and Dragons, so it's a Sword of X and Y, but... Silver Border, a quick creature gets plus two plus two and has protection from rogues and from clerics, which are both now creature types in magic. And whenever a quick creature deals combat damage to a player, create a 4-4 gold dragon creature token with flying and roll a d20. If you roll a 20, repeat this process. So the only part that doesn't work in Silver Border here is the gold part, because gold is not a color in magic. So you would have to errata... Uh, creating a 4-4 gold dragon creature token to be any other color, right? Or like uh, multi or five colors or something. I don't know. I mean, every we just color. Got, we just got ancient gold dragon, and it's white. So yeah, maybe it, it would just be white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> or it could just be multicolored. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's what we usually call gold. Although right. that would make for different rules interactions. So just make it white. Just, I don't know. Well, they it's were they printed ancient gold in white. So right, right. There's sure. a precedent for this. I, I mean, like we also have one. a pink teddy bear in Legacy, so <laughs> I don't think that matters too much. And I want this in my roll twenty deck. Yeah, yeah, th- that would be a sweet one. That like that seems like I, a card that should be able to function for sure. I mean, it's easier to go just go for Crocs' other thumb because this is just whenever you roll a dice, you roll another one and choose the uh, outcome, just like Crocs' thumb does with coin flips. This card, yeah. it's just that should be errata or something like this. This feels like an auto include in dice rolling decks, and these are these could need some help. So, yeah, that's well, that's the card. Why I was asking I- if I can just reprint. I mean, we have literally like five different times too. Yeah, we have multiple versions of that though. Like Barbarian class, Pixie Guide. So if those cards are fine, I don't know why this one like wouldn't also be fine. Like with this, it literally exact same text box already exists in Black Border. Yeah. So that would be pretty easy. I don't know, Seth. What what do you got for us? What's a card that you think would be sweet in Black Border? Or sorry, uh, be eternal legal in commander so, so there's this there's this old card from scourge called uh form of the dragon it's a, a seven man enchantment and it essentially turns you into a dragon so it's being your upkeep it deals five damage to any target at the beginning of each end yeah. step your life total becomes five creatures without flying can't attack you well in unhinged they made form of the squirrel which is form of the dragon except rather than turning into a big powerful dragon you turn into a squirrel it's a one mana enchantment when it enters the battlefield, you make a 1-1 green squirrel token. You lose the game if that squirrel token leaves the battlefield. Creatures can't attack you. You have shroud. You can't cast spells. <laughs> it doesn't even have evasion. No, it's just a one. It's just a one-one squirrel token. So I think uh, I think this card is just really neat. It doesn't do anything that I can see that is actually breaking the rules of Magic. There's no dexterity. Doesn't reference art. So according to Mark Rosewater's criteria, I feel like it works. And I think if anything, the card is is probably bad. Like you got to somehow protect this one-one for an entire game, or else you lose. And you can't cast. <laughs> 
you can't cast spells, which is a really, really big drawback uh, to casting this one man enchantment. So you can't drop this turn one and expect to win. That's definitely no. not. not no, happening. no, this is a late game effect. So, <laughs> but it's a just closer. a really weird design. <laughs> and it <laughs> control so I think, Yeah, <laughs> but I, I would like to see that one. Oh wait, can you donate the the squirrel token? Ooh, or is it is it intrinsic? Oh, wait. To... No, you can't cast spells. You wait, let me lose see. the game. Yeah, but like Zedru. Cr- oh, you lose the game. Ah, oh. no. Yeah, so I think you would still lose. And also, I guess just like shout out to squirrels in general. Like Earl of Squirrel, uh, I also think would be fine. Squirrels are kind of like dice rolling in that wizards didn't do them in black border for a long time so they printed some really cool ones in unsets during the era when they didn't think they should do them in black border and then they've started doing them in black border again and now there's these like pretty cool squirrel cards that just can't be played anywhere because they're unset cards yeah like there's some there were some good black border squirrel cards like deranged hermit i guess deranged hermit was the only one that was very good back in the day but like in the yeah they printed them in the I early mean, years of magic and then good. And then they decided they were too, like, goofy to be Black Border and didn't do it for, like, 20 years and then recently started doing it again. Oh, man. How times change. Also, <laughs> this is another thing that Mark Rosewater is, like, a huge advocate for. He's, he's like, the biggest... <laughs> he's the squirrel, squirrel guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that that's really sweet, too. I think that would be a slam dunk as well. But, Krim, what do you got for us as a, as a Black... Uh, sorry, as a, as a card that would be Commander Legal? You want us to be Commander Legal? So, I hate tutoring, to be honest with you, in, right. in Commander, right? But because I like the singleton aspect of Commander, right? And I think it's a lot of fun. It gives you a lot of the variance. Speaking of that same variance, though, uh, I want to add Booster Tutor. That's right. <laughs> uh, everybody here gave, like, the most, like, safe answer ever. Oh, come on. Let, Dude, let's, I picked Form no, I was going to say that myself. Okay, I, uh, it's uh, just too sweet. <laughs> Squirrel squirrel form is pretty funny. <laughs> I'll admit okay. that. But but like but like booster tutor for those that don't know, it's a one mana instant. Open a sealed magic booster pack, reveal the cards, and put one of them into your hand. Essentially you just conjured up a card, right? And uh, <laughs> I think this is hilarious. So why would you not want to do this? You could pick any pack and it, it gets obviously you could be like, Well what if I just open like a uh whatever, a collector's pack of uh like double masters, which is like you know, loaded with good cards. Well sure, that just becomes very expensive every time you do it, right? <laughs> but it also gives me that variance that I'm looking for, and sometimes you just might open some really bad cards and has no <laughs> applications and you just take the basic land right (laughs) (laughs) that you that may not even be on color so this just seems like a lot of fun right like i i love this i know that we don't like things from outside of the game but like again this is just like a super wish that's all it is but much worse like it is an actually bad card and but i think it would be hilariously fun Especially when Commander already feels like a board game, as I've mentioned. Yeah, so the thing about this card, because I was I was mentioning it before the cast, and Seth said, which is true, like, if you have a hive mind, or there's a hive mind on the table and you cast this, you have to bring the boosters for everybody else. <laughs> That's the only rule, like, uh, you can't yeah. force them yeah. to get boosters. Yeah, you can't force people to buy packs. <laughs> <laughs> wizards just love to want. Yeah, wizards are supposed to be like, how do we get this? <laughs> yeah, wizards just got a good idea. Way to, way to, just, like reveal that. Okay, now, now. Yeah, yeah. 
target opponent has to buy a booster pack. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, as if you weren't already anyways. Everyone calm down. You were already going to buy this. Now you got to give it away. Yeah, I, I buy a single. I, I follow the, the professor's advice there. That's fair. That's fair. There's- I I would actually buy packs if this card was legal because normally I just buy singles. Yeah. But now I have this tutor. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I would actually play this in any black deck and have just... Right? A- just get a box until you I put it in my Tashiro deck. <laughs> yeah, you I would. would oh, I would yeah, it's an instant. Ooh, there's it's so there's much. also so much fun. There's also some in the pack, which is like kind of a callback to this and one of the more recent uh, unsets, which is eight mana sorcery. Open a sealed magic booster. Reveal all the cards and put all the creatures revealed onto the battlefield under your control. And they're zombies in addition to their other types. So I think if we do booster tutor, then some of the pack is probably oh, yes. also fair game. Yeah, I would say 100%. And that you would be really amazing to see. Commanders. Oh, come on. I don't know if it's, I would. It's, uh, it's just, think of it like I, a super collected company. That's all it is. It is eight mana. Like, that's, you're getting to Rise of the Dark Realms territory right, at sure. that point. But. Yeah. All right. I don't know if. Hmm. Like, are you worried about no, it from no, a power level like, standpoint? Or are you worried no. about it? Like, no. More the outside the game standpoint oh, would be the yeah. that would be the the worry, but Let's see it. It is, it does seem really fun. It does seem super fun. I'll give it that. But I'm still mm-hmm. kind of like on the fence as far as like ugh, if I'd want to play with it all the time. Yeah, I would want to play it. with it, but I don't know if I like you're playing commander and then someone casts it and they got to go to the store and wait in line and give them their five bucks to get a booster pack. Like I don't got time for that. Yeah, but <laughs> if if they're playing it, they should probably have. The booster pack. Oh, they have the packs. Okay. If everyone's responsible, then maybe that's that's fine. If you just got like uh a pack in your pocket, why would they not be (laughs) responsible? Because they would just pay one mana to not do anything. Because like essentially, if you don't have the booster pack, that's it. You don't get anything. Okay. Okay. Right. Like, why would you get something for not having it? Right. Like. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. All right. I I can see it. I can see it. I wouldn't say if if it became legal, I would not complain how about that yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with tomer i'll go with tomer. i'm not gonna advocate for this but i'm not gonna complain if it became legal all right yes! that's as far as i'll go all right phil what do you got for us so i'm keeping it very playable here and i, I choose this card because first of all it's very funny the card is crow storm three mana sorcery create a two a one two blue bird creature token named storm crow and the card has Storm. So that's just, if you know the card Stormcrow, that's the whole joke. It it's, creates Stormcrows with Storm. So the thing about this card is it's good, but not better than other Storm payoffs. Like Empty the Rorans, it creates double the tokens. You can also just tendrils the opponents if you Storm off. The thing about this is why this could easily exist. Like Shark Tornado seems like at the same level of cheesiness. It's like an <laughs> obvious Shark Nato reference. Shark Nato might have been cheesier, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it maybe even cheesy. Like, you at least don't understand the it's even more outdated of a meme. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's well, not I mean, that's like from references a magic card. It's like yeah. Lanova Visionary um, or something. Like, there's. Uh, no, Lanova Mystic the or something tribe? like that. that tribe. Tribe. There's like three of them. Oh, Lanova Tribe references. Like, Lanova Tribe is as cheesy as Crowstorm. It's such, <laughs> such a playable, sweet, not broken card. It's just funny. I'd 
I just think these cards can. This is a good example of a card that just works hundred percent with the rules of Magic. Yeah, that's why it wouldn't be a yeah commander. Like I wouldn't mind if somebody. I mean, actually, that's the example here. If they do this instead of tendrils, B to death. That's fine with me. It's well, it's funny, like, but they it's don't win. Most the game. often, it's just going to be a worse empty the warrens, right? Like, yeah, unless you're bird tribal, and even then, <laughs> if you can Richard somehow build Bruin. bird tribal slash storm, you deserve storm. to win with your <laughs> crow storm. <Yes. laughs> well, you draw oh. a lot of cards first off your Toski, which is an honorary bird, <laughs> right? And then you right. cast you a bunch cast of one them. one mana birds. And then you cast Crow Storm, boom, win. There's very much Crow some end point to Crow Storm, though. <laughs> <laughs> Crow Storm doesn't yeah. even seem like a silver border card to me, honestly. Like, it's got no, the, no. the joke name, sort of, but as far as power level and, like, text, it seems like a real, like, a, a black it border card. It seems like a Modern Horizons card, actually. Like, it's more like, yeah. And cheesiness-wise, like, I, yeah. the same as Lanova Tribe. I could see it in in Modern Horizon or something reprinted. I want to see these reprinted in Black Border. Just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, I think that's the the consensus here. Like if they just reprint unmastered <laughs> with <laughs> like the cards that they deem playable, like these that would just work. Maybe not Booster Tutor if we're totally fair, but I wouldn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be perfect. Just reprint the cool stuff. And like I think there's enough. More like, or I think yeah, there's oh, enough. They could enough. make a whole master set out of it with mythics and rares and commons, the whole thing. Like, I think they could actually do it. With Booster Tutor and Summon the Pack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there's obviously some cards they shouldn't reprint. There's like there's a card called Gleamax that literally is just make infinite mana. <laughs> Uh, which, so we'll mana. just go to those. Yeah, which, which are good. some silver border cards we wouldn't want to see legalized. Krim, I know you're you're abstaining from this. <laughs> yeah, he does have some. Uh, I have a few, but that's because I had to, right? <laughs> okay, <Yes>. okay. <laughs> okay, okay. But Seth, what, what's Gleamax? We we referenced oh, this a few times. It's not Gleamax. That's a it's different. There is a card where it's just like I mean, this card is add it sideways eight, right? That's that's what it's. I mean, I'll take yeah. I'll take I'll take Gleamax. Uh, Wait, I'll explain Mox this one. That's the million thing? mana card. It's a million yeah, mana legendary artifact, uh, and it says you choose all targets for all spells and abilities. So, yeah. at first glance, you would say, "Hey, this is this card is unplayable. It's a million mana. Who can make a million mana outside of green?" And realistically, though, all you have to do is you have to put it in, the, like, discard it, and then tap Goblin Welder to sacrifice an artifact put directly onto the battlefield, Master Transmuter, all that stuff. And then for the rest of the game, like, no, your opponents basically can board wipe, but otherwise any targeted spell or ability is going to be under your control. So you have, like, a stranglehold, a soft lock on the table for the, the cost of... Having a single permanent onto the battlefield. And there's, like, a lot of cards that are, like, discard a card. You deal damage equal to its, like, mana value or just, like, (laughs) you know, like, it's just a one-shot a million different ways. So the card is busted. I mean, it's definitely playable, though. Like, it is, like, it could exist in a Black Border set. Like, I don't see any reason why because it's not doing anything, like, outside of the game or anything. But I think it would just be too strong. Power level, yeah. I found mine. It's also a power level one. It's Mox Lotus is the card I was thinking of. Mox Lotus, 15 mana, tap it to make 
infinity symbol of colorless mana to your mana pool. Pay 100, add a mana of any color to your mana pool. You don't lose life due to mana bird. So essentially, it's a 15 mana artifact that taps to make infinite mana of any color. Um, I think the problem, when you see it, you say 15 mana, infinite mana is probably fine. And that's probably true. Like, if this really cost you 15 manas to get on the battlefield... Maybe just tapping to make infinite mana would be fine. And like, whatever. Nyx Bloom Ancient makes a lot of mana, and that's seven mana or eight mana. The problem is, you wouldn't actually cast this for 15 mana. You'd tinker it into play, or you'd trash for treasure it into play, or like, uh, welder it into play. And then just a single card that is literally infinite mana, I think would just be way too strong to actually exist in, in any form of competitive magic. Mm-hmm. Too strong. Just like Limax, I guess. But there has to be, like, some weird stuff, right? There's, like, some weird mechanics that just, like... what What's, like, the confetti oh. ones or something? You, Chaos oh, confetti? Oh, you want a weird one? Okay. I got, yeah, I got something a good that you just would be too weirded out. Okay, okay, so, well, uh, okay. Uh, it's called Cardboard Carapress. <laughs> it's a six-man enchantment that says, for each other Cardboard Carapress card that you, uh, that you have with you, enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. Uh, but it says also says on it, Arata, this does not count any cardboard carapace cards in play or under uh, your control or in your graveyard or your library. So essentially, if you have a 500 count box of this card that you carry around with you to your commander game, your creature would get plus 500 plus 500. Or if you have like a few in your pockets or like whatever, you run out to your car and get some. If they're actually in your deck or in play, then they don't do anything. Like it, it does literally nothing. So it rewards you for just somehow having multiple copies of this card on your person as you play a game. I feel like well, somebody's done though. this because this card is $2 to buy. <laughs> so somebody has, like, suitcases of cardboard carapace out there. <laughs> if you're going to do it, I go all the way. As far as tearing Pardon. cards, Blacker, Blacker Lotus, Zero Mana Artifact, tap it, tear it into pieces, add four mana of any color, remove those pieces from the game. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that that probably would not be. That's also like thirty dollars. Probably because everyone has torn their their copies back when it was a dollar, and now they just it's created the demand. It's also Christopher Rush did the artwork for it oh, too. So the, art the original actually, Black Lotus version. The art is sweet. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to tear up cards. I've I've, I've had to in the past. I did not like it. You uh, had oh, oh for Vince. I, do no, flipper or rip it, but I'm not. That's that's whoa, another story. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You willingly flip tore that opposition it. agent that you gave me, so I, I don't know. Unless you slipped and oh, I mean, fell. I mean that, that just got that. Shredded. I felt no regret. That that I, I actually uh, I actually improved it for you, Krim. I hope you use it well. I taped it back together. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so, Krim. What do you have as a card that you wouldn't uh, want legalized? I have a card called Rare Be Gone. It's two in a black red. <laughs> it's a sorcery that literally has a no symbol over its rarity. Um, <laughs> and it's each player sacrifices all rare permanents, then reveals his or her hand and discards all rare cards. And this has been errata to where it says all rare or mythic rare, by the way. So now any oh. rare and mythic rare cards are sacked and in hand get discarded. Now, I want you to think about your mana base. Just look down at your mana base. <laughs> like, <laughs> in 2022, all of it's rare. At what? least. 
<laughs> I want this to be legal. This is the only one yeah. I want straight up this legalized. This is the ultimate budget player card. This play is more basic. Yeah. Play more basic. I keep saying it. Oh, can you imagine? But what about your hand? Yeah. The secret layer base is I'm rare. a budget player. What do you think I'm playing? That is just because your budget doesn't mean you don't play rares. And yeah, like there's I play no... less rares than you do. Probably, but like you're still gonna have to discard from your hand, right? You still have to sacrifice a small price. <laughs> a small price to pay. Like you, like I can see you casting this, and you'll maybe have like four lands, sure, afterwards, which is still pretty good. Whereas everyone has nothing at that point in 2022. Everything is at least a rare. So I'll have you know that out of all the lands in my deck from the hundred dollar deck that I played on last Commander Clash, only. One of them was a rare Lanoir Waste. Everything else Broken. was common or uncommon. Broken. Yep. Pretty- I could totally. I I wouldn't even be affected by this. <laughs> I would have to discard my like Academy Manufacturer, and that's it. Boom, <laughs> got him. Can you got like, him? Okay, outside of Tomer, where this does seem a little catered towards. Tomer. I want this legal. Realize now. I have to imagine that everyone else at this table just gets wrecked, right? Like absolutely wrecked by this. This is anti pay to win. This is a beautiful card. It yeah, should be yeah, legal. Yeah. I, you I won mean, me over, Krim. Everything should be legal now. I want this card. I want Seriously. this card. Seriously though, this has the same problem as like the the artist tribal cards and so forth. I think that it punishes people for like playing certain versions of cards because some cards have been rares and now they're uncommons or whatever. So I feel like yeah, as funny as it is that it hates on the the big money decks, like really, it's probably not a good thing. I don't think it's. I don't think anyone's gonna be concerned if they're like, oh no, you know, like it didn't hit your downshifted rare card. Your Scion of Darkness from Double Masters is still on board. Oh no. I think uh, the main thing here is your mana base will get sacked. <laughs> and that's yeah, where that's... everyone's gonna be upset. And then your mana base in hand will also be sacked. Except for me. Except for Tomer, he's good <laughs> with his 25 ready. basics. Got him. I was born ready for this. He would be punished for MDFCs, by the way. My Hagger Mauling would get discarded. Ooh. Ooh. That's why Malakir Reverse yeah. still gets better and better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncommon, baby. It just keeps getting better. <laughs> All right. Phil, round it out for us. What's a card that probably shouldn't be legalized? Yeah, so I had a number of cards here. Very Cryptic Command and Knight of the Kitchen Sink, which are different cards with different with the same art, just like alchemy. <laughs> but listening to these <laughs> examples, this is just, yeah, I wouldn't like it. But I guess if alchemy is a thing, that doesn't seem too bad. But I saw in Crim's list here a card that would literally kill me. It's called Mouth to Mouth. It's a four mana sorcery that says... You and target opponent have a breath-holding contest. If you win, you gain control of target creature that player controls. If you know how much I like gaining control of creatures, I'm just going to die for this. If you want to keep that whatever big creature, I'm willing to go down. <laughs> so that's like the worst of the magic. Why are you blue? Out of blue. <laughs> I, this card, I didn't even know this existed, but I would. This would actually be dangerous. Like I'm pretty good at holding my breath, but man, if my opponent yeah, people, is better, I've got a real problem there. 
People would be passing out at their yeah. at their commander <laughs> tables. Yeah, that's that's Pass probably not healthy. Out. <laughs> uh, there's so many of these cards. There's eye to eye. <laughs> yeah, it's a staring contest. I assume. Yeah. Yep. Ah, at least you don't die. Yeah, 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 but your eyes burn. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can so see. So maybe this. not every card should be. Good. Yeah, the, these I might be the ones. I guess this one you just opt out with. Like you just don't do a. a like you'll just be like, nah, I'm good. You you take it. You spend yeah, four yeah. mana and yeah. sorcery. Like, all right, that's so. it's a control magic with extra steps. Like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. Even if you just opted out, it's not really overpowered, I guess. Yeah. No. Same with, like, with eye to eye. Essentially, it's three mana to destroy a creature. Like, even if you're just, like, sure, kill my creature, like, no, you yeah. still shouldn't be playing eye to eye. You should probably just be playing murder or something. Like, it's... Yeah. But you get a staring contest. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, wow, Silverboard world is definitely wild. Dif- different than anything else in Magic, that's for sure. That's why it's so fun. <laughs> I love these. I things. never played with it, and I'm super excited for Infinity in Vegas. Ooh. In Vegas. What a setup. My God. And also, I guess as we wrap up this podcast, uh, shout out to everybody who bought our Playmat Limited Edition. Oh, yes. Uh, it was until July 31st. And the reason why we get all to hang out in Vegas for the 30th anniversary is because everybody supported us. Uh, over a thousand playmats sold. So thank you so much for everybody who bought uh, one of the playmats. It basically it funded our trip. It allowed us all to uh, meet in Vegas on October 30th. Um, first time the entire Goldfish crew will be meeting together in person. First time ever. So really excited for that. And uh, if you do show up on the 30th anniversary of Magic the Gathering celebration at uh, Vegas... You can hang out with us, and if you bought a playmat, we'll happily sign it, and yeah, it'll be a fun time. So again, maybe meet us unless there. you because remember some of them are already signed by us. Oh yes, yeah. so we'll, we'll just sign, sign them again. Sign them again. Oh, that that's yeah, the, yeah, my yeah. concern. Uh, <laughs> you know, that took me like four hours to get. Crim, that you one. can <laughs> same. With yeah. my I, thought, I thought you did like uh, I thought you did like Photoshop or anything on it to like clean it up. I I, I cleaned up like some of the, like the additional strokes on the outside, but it took me four hours and it like, <laughs> and a lot of concentration. I essentially had a staring contest with my like I stared straight Are... down. It was worth it. That's it was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Are you going to keep signing that way? Like if I someone mean, I, comes I up have. to you with it? You have to. Yeah. You've said How it. You've said it bar. on Twitter. <laughs> do you sit there for like 15 minutes as you do I, it? Yeah, yeah. I get close. All right. I get close. All right. That's 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 all that matters. All right. I get close-ish. You got to practice it. Yeah. yeah it's, you oh, got time. You got a couple it's months. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. I Soon it will just feel be that a... I have to. Yeah. I've. I never signed anything, and I fear that because I did it on the playmat, I now have to put a little chef's hat on my signature. Oh, I'd expect yeah, I that. When I bring one. mine, you're signing it with that, and I better have a <laughs> chef's hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be my first uh, magic event ever. Uh, just It's going to be pretty overwhelming in lots of different ways, <laughs> but pretty exciting. Absolutely. Well, come to, come to Vegas and meet Phil and all of us uh, in October. Yeah. It'll be super fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, we covered all there was to say about this, I think. Is there anything anybody wanted to mention before we call it on Silver Border slash 
No. Anything? Acorns? Yeah, I think we. I feel like we covered it. Yay, silver border boo acorns. Yay. <laughs> and I think actually the, the solution, if we want to take anything away here, is literally unmaster the set. That, that yeah. seems like the best yeah. compromise. That'd be fun. That's, unmaster be black fun. border, make them legal. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, that's it, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week with a topic that we will decide. Uh, slash also, if you have any suggestions on what topics you want to hear in the in the future, uh, leave a comment down below or just reach out to us on Twitter uh, at MTG Goldfish or at any of us, um, or send us an email. And uh, yeah, we always like topics because we have to do this once every week. So. <laughs> A big bucket list of things is always good to have. Just saying. Anyway, all right, that's it, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoy. Until next time, friends. See ya.